Shalom Aleichem to everybody as we prepare to enter Sefer Shmos, Parshas Shmos, Sefer Geula. Of course, we refer to the Sefer Shmos, which means names, and the opening of the Parsha deals with many of the names of the Shvat and Ruven through Yosef and Binyamin. We're all familiar that names, Shemos, Shmos, play a significant role in Halacha. So much so, the Gemara tells us that Shmo Garam, when one names a child after a particular name, that name resonates and has power and impact. So much so that it said over the name of the Ger Rebbe when he was once asked by Hasidim what they should name their child, the Ger Rebbe says, now you have Ruach HaKodesh, you have the opportunity to name your child a certain name. Why are you wasting that Ruach HaKodesh? Don't ask me. Use your power, use your koch to give a name that has significance, potency, power, and impact to it. Thus we see Sefer Shmos, and a shame has significance to it, and therefore I'd like to segue into a question that I'm often asked, and that comes up quite frequently, and it's been a question that has existed for upwards of a thousand years. Is one permitted to marry a woman who has the same name as one's mother? And is one permitted to marry a man who has the same name as one's father? And of course this dates back to the famous Tzavah, to the last will and testament of Rabbi Yehuda HaChassan. If you take a look in the Tzavah, in the last will and testament of Rabbi Huda Chassid Simon Chav Gimel, he writes explicitly, Lo yisa adam isha shishma kishemimo, that one should not marry a woman who has the same name as one's mother. O shmo kishem chamev, a woman shouldn't marry a man who has the same name as her father. Vimnasan if indeed they do marry, yeshane shem ha'echad, one of them should change their name. Ulai yesh tikva. Maybe there'll be potential, maybe there'll be the possibility for hope and to rectify the situation. If you take a look in the Sefer HaChasidim, which is Rabbi Huda HaChasid's very own work in Simon, Tough Eye and Zion, Rabbi Huda HaChasid writes about this, but with a little bit of a difference. And you take a look and he says, V'chein Adam Shalakach Isha, Shishma Rivka. If a man marries a woman whose name, whose name is Rivka, Oshemacher, or another name for that matter. Uvno lakach isha shishma rifka. And they have a child, and that son takes a wife whose name is Rifka. Uven bino, and their child takes a wife whose name is Rifka, lo yatzlichu. Timtza says Rabbi Huda Hachasid, he lo titzlach shehimishulesha. Says Rabbi Huda Hachasid, this problem, this concern of marrying a woman who has the same name as one's mother is only if it exists for three generations grandmother, mother, and granddaughter. Same thing he says is true with a grandson. A grandmother has a husband's name whose name is Reuven. They have a child and his name is Reuven. And Reuven again has a son-in-law whose name is Reuven. And says Rabbi Huda Chassid, this is the concern only if they are Mishulashim, if it's three generations of offspring who have the same name. Says Rabbi Yehuda Chassid, and he concludes, even though sorcery is not something that we are proponents of, it's actually Nisar Diraisa, Yesh Lachush, here we need to be concerned, regarding this, the Pasuk, that one should be, that one should be perfectly pure with God, sorcery is not the issue here, and thus this should not take place. However, the first question that we need to get to the bottom of is, what is the Isr, Rabbi Yehuda Chassid 
say that one is prohibited from marrying a woman who has the same name as one's mother, or a woman is prohibited from marrying a man who has the same name as her father. Is it only one generation or is it three generations? But before getting to the crux of that issue and reconciling that problem, let's take a look in the poskim and the achronim to see what the basis and what the reason for the tzava and the iser of Rabbi Huda HaChasid is. The majority of poskim achronim, including the Tshuvas Heshiv Moshe, Simon Ayin Tess learns that's Mishum Ayin Hara. Ain't a bisha. There's some sort of negative omen. It's an Ayin Hara to have a mother and daughter-in-law or father and son-in-law with the very same name. That seems to be the crux, the lion's share of poskim in their discussion of the tshuva and the position of Rabbi Yehuda Chassid. Note that it's an issue of Ayin Hara. However, in the Torah, Tamima Parshas Vayishlach, Paraglamid Beis, Os Dalin, suggests two other different reasons. And he writes, it's not a issue of Ayin Har, it's not an issue of Ein Abisha, but it's halachic concern. It's in Hilchus Yoridea Simen Reish Mem, Hilchus Kibar Aveim. It's prohibited to call one's father, one's mother by their first name. Therefore, by extension, it would be inappropriate and wrong, says the Ramah, to call anybody by a name around one's father or mother if it's the same name. So if one's father's name is Moshe, you can't call your father Moshe. And if you have a friend Moshe, you couldn't shouldn't call your friend Moshe in the presence of your father. That would be a problem in Isser of Kibar Aveim. Therefore, suggest the Taratimim, Apashas, Vayishlach, Periklam, and Beis, Ozdala, the same thing would be true here. A woman shouldn't call her husband Moshe if her father's name is Moshe, if she's in the same proximity as him. And furthermore, a husband shouldn't call his wife Sarah if, her, if his mother's name is Sarah, because that's a bitl of the mitzvah of Kibar Aveim, and thus says the Torah Tzmim, it's not a concern of Ayin Hara, but it's a Hilchalachic concern, it's a bitl of Kibar Aveim, and maybe an Isser, a violation of Kibar Aveim. The Torah Tzmim suggests yet another reason. And he says that if the name of a husband and a father or a wife and mother are the same, you're going to run into a problem that you're not going to be able to name a parent who deceases after that name, because that's one's name of one's wife or one's mother. Suggest the Taratmima if one's father's name is Moshe, and one's husband's name is Moshe, and the father is deceased, you can't name the father Moshe, and he deserves to have a name, because the husband's name is still Moshe. If her husband has a wife whose name is Sarah, and the mother deceases, his mother deceases, and her name is Sarah, you can't call a child Sarah because the wife's name is Sarah. So therefore the Taratmima says that that's the reason why it would be inappropriate and wrong to name or to marry one with the same name as one's mother or one's father. Furthermore, in the Chuvas of the Imre Esha, a Talmud of the Nod Behuda and Simon Samach writes that Rabbi Huda Chassid foresaw and foreshadowed that any individual husband who would marry a woman whose name was the same as his mother or any woman who would marry a husband with the same name as her father, the Shidduch wouldn't work. There would be something that wouldn't work. It wouldn't be the correct shidduch. It wouldn't be appropriate. It wouldn't be right through the cosmos or Behuda Chassid understood, foreshadowed and saw through that it wouldn't be the right shidduch. And therefore, those are the four reasons that the post can say, either an issue of Ayin Hara, an issue of Bittal Kibavad Avaim, the inability to call and to name somebody, a child after the Nifter, and furthermore, this might be the correct shidduch. And indeed, 
the position of Rabbi Yehuda HaChasid, prohibiting marrying somebody with the same name as one's mother or father, is brought by the Pischei Tshuva and Yishol in three different places. In Yerodea, Simon Kuf Tezayin, and Evan Ezer, Simon Beis, the Chachmas Adam brings it as well. And, and Simon Kuf Chuv Gimel, as well as by the Kitzor Shulchanach and Simon Kuf Memhei. But each of them have a bit of a dynamic, and a bit of a kinech, and a little bit of a contingency in it. Let's begin with the Tshuvas Nodu Yehuda, Simen Ayin Tes, and the Nodu Yehuda, and I read it inside, says something very, very powerful about the position of the Nodu Yehuda, and he writes as follows, to a student, to a Talmud of his, who's asking about marrying a woman who has the same name as his mother. And he writes, Nodu Yehuda, Ahuvi Talmidi, my dear Talmud, my dear student, Lulei Ha'avascha, ain't darki lahashir binyanim ke'elu. It's not my way to respond to such questions. You're asking me if you can marry a woman who has the same name as your mother? It's not my approach to answer qu- such questions. Why? There's no makor, there's no basis for this in shas, in the classical Makoros and Chazal, and not in the Rishonim, not in the Poskim, he says. However, because I love you and care about you so much, I'm going to go out of my way. Hotziani chutz l'gidri, I'm going to respond to you, even though this is not my ordinary way of dealing and addressing such issues that don't have a Makor and Shas and Rishonim. Listen to what I'm telling you, my dear student, to make sure they become embossed on your heart. And he writes, Klal Gadol, a major, major fundamental principle. No chacham, no gon, and no rishon could say anything against that which is signed, sealed, and delivered in shas. And anybody says something, even the most insignificant, small, minute item against chazal, chachme Israel, such a person does not have a place in the Mesoras of Klal Israel. If you find a giant Talmud Chacham, the likes of Yehuda HaChasid, who says something which seems to be against Shas, Therefore, says the Nodi Yehudu, it's our responsibility to, to figure out what Rabbi Yehuda HaChasid said and how he could say something against Shas because it don't find this in Shas. And furthermore, the Nodi Yehudu goes through in his Chuvat that there are aspects of the things that Rabbi Yehuda HaChasid writes which seem to be conflict exactly what it says in the Talmud. So therefore, says, Rabbi Yehuda, says the Nodi Yehuda that what the Rabbi Yehuda HaChasid says, HaEmes Yoredarko Ki HaChasid Lizaro Achrav Tziva Ledorei Doros. Rabbi Yehuda HaChasid's Tzava, his last will and testament, was something he was saying for his family, for his descendants, specifically. Ki Rabbi Rachakodesh Lo Yatzlech Bezivugim Keila. Therefore, since Rabbi Yehuda Chassid saw through his eyes and through his Ruach HaKodesh that his descendants would not succeed if they were to marry somebody who had the same name as one's mother or father, he said this specifically for his family. However, not for Klal Yisrael. Rabbi Huda Chassid was speaking to the Prat, his family. And for one's family, one could say something like this. And that's not so to the Talmud.
However, Bachlal, Rabbi Huda Chassid, wasn't talking to Klal Yisrael, and therefore the Nodi Huda Paskins Halacha Lamaisa to his student. There's no problem, there's no Isser, there's no concern whatsoever marrying a woman who has the same name as your mother, because Rabbi Huda Chassid was specifically speaking to his lineage, to his ancestry, to his descendants, and therefore you don't have that problem. Furthermore, the Huda writes that specifically when it comes to you, for sure it's not a problem. Because Rabbi Huda Chassid said only the shame, the name that was given to you, Bishas Leida Bishas Brismila. And in this context, since your name was changed, you were sick, my dear student, and you changed your name for sure, you have nothing to be concerned about at all. So therefore, the Rabbi Huda tells his Talmud, that there's not a problem at all. The Chassam Sofer takes this one step further and he writes even more powerfully. Chassam Sofer, Evan Ezer, Simon Kuf Tezayin writes, Man If you're not concerned, if you're not nervous, you have nothing to be concerned about. If you don't have any inkling or concern, if this doesn't bother you, this whole issue that Yehuda HaChassid raises, whether it's Ayin Haru, whether it's Kibar Aveim, you're not going to call uh, a parent who's nifter after that name because you have a child with that name, or a husband or a wife with that name, or it's not the right shidduch. If, if you're not bothered by this whole thing, Man that's what the Chassam Soifer writes in Chuvas Evan Ezer Simin Kuf Tezai. And furthermore, the Chassam Soifer writes that the only concern that Rabbi Yehuda HaChassid had was Mishulashim, when it's three generations. And only in that context, if it's Mishulashim, you have to be concerned. So certainly, if it's not an issue of Mishulashim, you absolutely, positively, had nothing to be concerned about at all. And thus, the Chachmas Adam Paskins, just like the Chassam Soifer in Ishos klal kuf chuf gimel sif yud gimel dafka kishehe mishulashem. And he finishes and concludes vehaolam toim bazat. People make a big mistake, they get nervous, concerned that there's a problem marrying a husband with the same name as one's father, marrying a woman with the same name as one's mother. It's only mishulashem, that's the only time you have to be concerned. Now, even though the Chassam Sof and the Chachm Asad and Paskin as such in the Pischei Tshuva and Evan Ezer, Simon Beis Ozayin quotes the Karim Shlomo that indeed the Chassam Sof, even though in his Tshuva writes that if you're not concerned, you don't have to be concerned. Nonetheless, the Karim Shlomo says that the Chassam Sof Paskin Balpe when he was a Rav in Pressburg that somebody should change their name. Karim Shlomo suggests that the reason the Chassam Sofer said that is because it is tshuva. The only reason he said he don't have to be concerned because the person he was dealing with was a Talmud Chacham. And therefore, Torah Magnu Matzla, the Torah that of this Chassan is going to protect him. But maybe in an ordinary circumstance, indeed, the Chassam Sofer would have been concerned. In Simon Kufmim Hay Sivches, also Hungarian, from Pressburg, the city of Ungvar specifically, who learns like the Chassam Sofer and writes, Man dekopid, yeshlo ledaktek shlo leisa isha shishma kishemimo. Only somebody who's kapid, somebody who's nervous, who's concerned. That person should be meticulous not to marry a woman who has the same name as his mother. But if you're not concerned, you're not worried. So says the Kitzah Shochnach, just like the Chassam Sofer, you don't have to be concerned. But let's take a look in the Igris Moshe, Tshuvas Moshe, Feinstein Evan Ezer, Chelek Aleph, Simon Dalid, Chuva Dalid, who makes the following three points that are worthy of notes. Says Ramosha the first thing, indeed, that although ordinarily, like the Chsam Sofer, Mandalo Kapilo Kabdina, nonetheless, the Devrechayim, the Tzanzarav, and Evan Ezer, Simon Ches writes, because this Svara, 
of Rabbi Yehuda Chassid is not only found in the Tzavav Rabbi Yehuda Chassid, but also in the Sefer Nishmas Chassidim, quoting the Arizal. And therefore, you can't say like the Nodu Yehuda that he's only speaking to his descendants because the, Chasefer, the Nishmas Chassidim says this in the name of the Arizal. Therefore, there is something to be concerned about. There is something to be cautious and careful about. And Ramosh is not the only one, but other posts can say that we're more cautious about this specifically than anything else that Rabbi Yehuda HaChassid said. So therefore, Ramosh says there's something to be cautious, something to be considered about. Even though Ramosh says that you can't say a Dover borrow, you can't say something exactly. Like says Rav Moshe, all the svaros, all the suggestions that we gave at the outset of this year as to why Rabbi Huda Chassid said what he says, is it Ayin Hara, is it not the correct Shidduch, is it a Bittal Kibaravim, they're all svaros, but at the end of the day, that Rizal, as quoted by the Nishmas Chassidim, says this as well, so therefore maybe there is an Indian to be concerned. And that which he notes regarding the Chassam Sofer and the Karim Shlomo, Quoted by the Pischei Tshuva and Evan Ezer, Simon Beis, Sifkat and Zayin, that you should change your name. Rav Moshe says, maybe that doesn't work in this country because many people in America, in Chutzarts, refer to themselves by their English name, their secular name. So just because you're Chaim and now you're Chaim Shlomo, but usually you're called Jack or whatever else you're called, so therefore changing a name may not work at all. However, Rav Moshe does say at the end, only the Svara of Man de Kapit. And he concludes, Since the Chassan Kal and the Shail that he was addressing, answering a question that was raised to him by Ramosha Leiter, in that concern, says Ramosha, if the Chassan Kal are not concerned, then regarding that we say, Aye, the parents are concerned, the Mechutanim are concerned, The mother-in-law is concerned, the father-in-law is concerned, the Mechutanim are concerned. Moshe says that's not a, that doesn't play a role in this context because the concern here is the husband and the wife, the son and the daughter. If they're not concerned, there's no reason to be concerned. There's a story with the Chazanish. The Chazanish couple came to the Chazanish and were very nervous and concerned. They found out as the Shidduch was closing that the name of the impendent Kala was the same name as the impendent Chassan's mother. Chazanish turned to the Chassan and turned to the Kala and asked, Are you nervous? Are you concerned? They said, No. He said, Oh. If you're not nervous, I'm not nervous. Mandalo kapilo kabdinan chaznish rishdan brach and mazal and said there's no problem. In the chuvas of the divriyal, the satam rav and simen kuftezvav, he notes that we are concerned that we are makbed. However, even though we are makbed, nonetheless, there's still room to be makel, especially today, contemporarily, as shiduchim are hard. It's not so easy to find a husband. It's not so easy to find a wife. And therefore, the divriyal writes b'shas adchak leisatzorech, one can be makel. If one is interested in further eon on this topic, you could see in the classic work, the contemporary work, Rav Yitzhak Lerner's Sefer Shmir Sagufa Nevesh, Chelek Bey's Simin Kuf Samechtes, for further marmakomos and issues relating to this. But fundamentally, it seems that the Maskan of Ramosha is dependent upon Kpeda, as noted by the Nodim Yehudach, Sam Sofer, as well as the Chach Masadim, couple that with the issue only relating to Mishulashim, certainly, certainly, there's what to me make on, but of course, at the same time, like Rav Moshe notes, we don't quickly write this off as the Rizal, the Mishnah's Chassidim, as well as others, did note that this was something to be careful, cautious about. Of course, like all Shilas, this is something to discuss with one's family, one's um, closest re- relatives, and of course, with one's Rav, wishing everybody a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos.